0: Hello, and welcome to Horror Movies and Shit. I'm your host, Jim, and with me as always is... Mark. So, let's address the elephant in the room. Mark,
1: oh, why okay. did you decide to change
0: the name of the podcast? <laughs>
1: uh, why did we change it?
0: Why did you change it?
1: Uh, oh, well, you know, because <laughs> change is good sometimes. Um, it is. That, well, really, really, you know, we, we just started this podcast, you know fairly recently we had some ideas about what we wanted to do but it's kind of morphed into something a little bit different so that's mm-hmm. kind of it's just more of a uh, reflection of the change of content so obviously horror movies and shit but um it's, it's a, a kind of two film deep dive thing that we initially started doing it's right. more kind of laid back I mean.
0: <laughs> yeah its it's really just it gives us time to explore more than just horror on occasion Wow. And I think I think that you know, because we love horror, but there are other things that interest us. So
1: well speak for yourself, Jim. Um,
0: I don't I don't believe a uh, House of the Dragon would be considered horror, sir. Oh, and well, if given your proclivity <laughs> and your disinterest in movies, um, and TV shows, um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That, would follow, that would follow solidly into your and shit category, would it not? <laughs>
1: Hey, there's there's horrific elements the Game of Thrones, and House of Dragons. So I can say there there
0: is no horror in that show.
1: Uh, well, I don't know about that. I can say that there is.
0: There might be horrible things that happen,
1: right? But uh, I mean, not horror. And let, let's not go down the the, <laughs> the rabbit hole of
0: right. It, it's just it stuff. it does it does firmly <laughs> fall into your and shit category. Right. So.
1: I mean, a lot of it is more about kind of what we've watched, right? So right. Some of that will be just the shit part.
0: <laughs> okay. So today, Mark, what did you want to talk about?
1: Because um, this is going to be an and
0: shit episode, right?
1: Well, no, no, no. Because, no. Well, I mean,
0: so. The, well, no, but, I mean, there's more of a theme. This is more. Because what happens on Monday, Mark? What is Monday?
1: There's. Three more days, two more days, (laughs) Halloween, (laughs) Halloween, yes, that's right, Um, so yeah, so we decided, um, I don't have an exhaustive list of movies I like to watch around Halloween, because I watched horror movies, like, all year round, so, you know, there's some, which, you know, I'll go back to around this time of year, but I I don't really have, like, any i know people have got oh i will always watch these on like halloween 9 or something like i'm not that sort of person but i have yeah. ones that um are are kind of how ha- i think they're all halloween based but um just ones that yeah, i kind of like do, do you have a, a set selection of movies you always watch on halloween or around halloween
0: no because usually ray and i go out for halloween what? we we don't go out all that much but usually we're out you know, out somewhere in costume, but trick or treating. Yes, yes, trick or treating, drinking, what, whatever you call the adult version of trick or treating. <laughs> um, I do have a few movies that I watch during the hol- Halloween season uh-huh. that I don't watch the rest of the year because this is going to sound ridiculous, but I get more into the family-friendly movies around the holiday. Well, that and not so much my hardcore horror because I do that all year round. Right. So, like, this time of year, you'll see me watching, and Mark, you're going to laugh your ass off, Halloween Town.
1: <sighs> so this is your pre-trick-or-treating ritual. You and Ray sit down. I watch, like, kids' movies.
0: He does not. He goes to bed. I watch these movies. I, I don't know why, but this is usually the only time of year that I'll watch this the stuff geared towards younger kids. Like, you know, it's the great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, Nightmare Before Christmas, which I'll watch almost on a loop between halloween and christmas uh-huh. um then there's mr boogity and the fantastic sequel bride of boogity um hocus pocus of course you know stuff like that the, the, the more family friendly stuff and i don't know why but this right around this holiday that's what i focus on
1: so, so no mo- movies featuring ghost rape jim
0: you, you... no no movies featuring ghost rape
1: that's oh, more for christmas
0: yeah <laughs> no no, no ghost for Christmas. I'm never going to get away from that. I never should have told you that story.
1: <laughs> that was a great story. That was what awesome. about you, Mark? Okay, um, so I've got a few movies here, which I think are, you know, like I say, I don't watch them religiously every year, but I've, this time of year, if I want to put something on, it's usually going to be one of these films. Some are classics and some are newer ones. Uh, but Halloween 3... I think uh, embodies uh, Halloween, probably as good as any movie. Um, I was always a fan of it. I know you know, people are like, oh, I used to hate it back in the day and I really like it now, which is cool. But as you know, Jim, I am not a big slasher fan. And I Correct. Do, I do like kind of like some science fiction-y sort of stuff in my horror too. Um, so I've always loved this movie. Um, and I will always continue to love it. Um, watch it every other year, maybe. All right. So it was written, Jim. Do you know who it was written by? But he got his name taken off the credits. I have no idea. It's written by um, Nigel Neal, um, who also wrote the Quatermass um, movies.
0: The, I'm sorry. The what? Mass. I don't know what that is.
1: Well, that does not surprise me. So Quatermass. <laughs> um, and, and you know there's a it's british horror sci-fi um really from like the 50s and 60s um there was like a trilogy of movies it was also like a tv so but i love like one of my favorite sci-fi horror movies is quater mass in the pit um so it's okay. just interesting that he also wrote this another fun uh factoid um so whenever john carpenter um wrote the prince of darkness
0: mm-hmm.
1: he used a pseudonym of um nigel quatermass because he also loves equator mass movies okay <laughs> there you go I mean, there's some factoids for you yeah they're, they're,
0: those are definitely factoids that's for sure
1: <laughs> um, Okay, uh, so the other movie, which I really think um, is a more modern movie, really embodies the holidays, uh, the trick-or-treat anthology.
0: That doesn't surprise me that it's on your list.
1: Um, Well, what do you think of that movie, Jim?
0: Oh, I thought it was great. I I think it's a great, fun Halloween movie. Um, I I enjoyed it more than I usually do anthology series. So I, I, I enjoyed it a lot.
1: Actually, the first time I watched it, I wasn't that impressed For whatever. I, I don't know. Maybe I was in a weird mood that day or something. But on rewatch, yeah, it, it's it's a modern Halloween classic.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. It's a very fun movie.
1: Um, Going back to the 80s, um, the Linnea Quigley vehicle. Do you know what I'm going to say?
0: Night of the Demons.
1: Night of the Demons. Eat a bowl of fuck, bitch. Jim. You know, <laughs> you know, that sort of lyrical uh script writing anymore
0: that is a a quintessential 80s masterpiece that movie that that and hell night are two of my favorites that's one with linda blair Yeah. yeah yes takes place on halloween in a castle how could you not love it
1: oh yeah yeah i only watched that for the first time i think about a year ago
0: really that surprises me there's just some movies um which
1: for whatever reason, In the '80s, I should definitely seen. It's like dead heat. Like, how did I miss that movie in the '80s? Oh,
0: Joe Piscopo, right? Right. Which Treat Williams?
1: Yeah, which is fantastic. But I only saw it a few years ago. I'm like, that movie is not fantastic. It is.
0: No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. It is. No, it is not. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, okay, uh, now the other one, which I was a little surprised about, um, and again, it, it's based around Halloween night, uh, where we have a uh, haunted house um, type thing, uh, which is Hell House LLC, found
0: footage. Uh, called- I keep hearing good things, and I've not seen any of them.
1: Yeah, Um. I like I, liked, I can i watch them all i definitely watched two three maybe there's only three
0: first i one, think there is only three at the moment
1: yeah the first one's definitely the best one it's worth watch um there i mean it's not the greatest movie ever but there is certain scenes in which I really like um yeah, yeah. and you know it's got the fan for these things so you have to have some sort of appetite for you know the acting and stuff in it <laughs> it's the acting's not terrible but you know it's
0: I generally don't like found footage. Mm-hmm. So I, I that may be why I've passed on it this long.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think found footage is like any other subgenre or way of shooting
0: a movie. There's good and bad within it. Agreed. So. I mean there there are there are some found like I did I was on board for the first paranormal activity, which I don't know if you'd really consider that to be found footage. It is. But um then I was also I wasn't on board for the Blair Witch because and because and I will say this the original Blair Witch, I was not on board for because the marketing was so effective. I felt duped. Right. So so that that's that's on me, and I understand that. Yep, but uh, mm-hmm. other than that, I'm like I said, I'm not really a big fan of found footage, so I don't watch too many of them. Cinema verite, Jim. Mm. That that is not,
1: the, that is the fancy um, term for it.
0: Yeah, I know. Still, it's just not my thing.
1: Yep, totally get it. And um, you know, tweets their own.
0: Yeah, just like you, you know, slashers aren't your thing. Found footage is not my thing, nor are Giallo movies.
1: <laughs> although jello movies are slasher movies um yeah but you know that goes back to whenever we did our like best of lists or whatever and i'm like oh yeah, yeah. quite like a lot of slashers. so i think there's just so many of them that the the volume just drowns out the good ones for me in my head that's fair. Uh, okay um do you have anything else jim because i have a fun game
0: i i do not
1: Okay, so um, this will kind of go into what we've watched. Um, and I generally, I've kind of lost a bit of interest in, in these types of episodic um, Halloween-specific TV uh, events. Uh, but okay. you know, there was nothing else on, so um, I just put on Shutter's 101 Scariest Moments Ever, Babe, Blah, 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 Blah. blah so um let me just tell you i don't know if have i talked to you about uh, whenever i was in the uk and this is what they should do on halloween rather than releasing the same type of lists every year um there was a halloween special called uh the horror cafe and it's okay. on it's on youtube now and what it was was you had clyde barker roger corman um uh, who else was there jo- uh, john carpenter uh, Peter Atkins, uh, Lisa Tuttle, Ramsey Campbell. I think that was all of them and they basically just sat around um, a dinner table they're all just eating and uh, just talking about like horror movies and then at right. the end they kind of came up with, hey, can we come up with like a horror story? So you know Clyde Barker started okay, well, here's the initial premise and then he passed it on to you know another guest. And then they would carry on that story a little bit. And then they would pass it on to another guest. So it was real fun. That was real interesting. But you know, now we just have 101 scary
0: blah, 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 blah. Clickbait articles, essentially.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, okay. What do I need? Okay. So uh, what I'm going to do, Jim, I'm going to ask you um, if you've seen the movie number one. And if you can guess which scary moment if I can remember what they said, too, um, that they brought up. And some of them brought up multiple moments. So, you know, you should take a shot. Okay. All right. So getting... It follows, Jim.
0: Yes, I've seen that movie.
1: Okay. What do you think the um, one of the...
0: The only scene in that in any way to me was any good was the death on the beach. Okay,
1: moving on. Yeah, I didn't get through the whole hundred and one. I think I'm down to like three episodes, but the last episode is just like the top ten. So mm. I've got a lot of here. So we'll just we'll just run through this and uh, if you okay. want to talk, talk about. Uh, the next one was uh, El Orfanatge, the Orphanage. Have you seen that? I have not. Okay, th- this is highly recommended. It's a Spanish horror movie. Yeah, they plaster. Guillermo del Toro presents, but it is a superior haunted house, haunted orphanage um, movie. I highly recommend
0: it. I I did at one point go to put that on, but I wound up instead watching The Devil's Backbone, Mm. which is another um, orphanage type movie. It's fantastic.
1: Uh, Yeah, um, I thought The Orphanage was okay. I was not blown away by it. Um, But.
0: Check out the devil's backbone if you haven't seen oh, it sorry, already
1: the devil's backbone i was not blown away by that it was okay
0: yeah, okay i just it. thought it was very good
1: okay all right moving swiftly along um, the uh made for tv movie um salem's lot
0: i'm going to say that they
1: have you seen and, it
0: yeah i have yeah of course we're and i'm gonna ass- I'm thinking the young boy outside the window asking to be let in.
1: Yep. I think that one was probably obvious. I think a lot of people that would be like what they remember from that movie. It is the most iconic
0: scene in that movie.
1: Right. Other than the makeup for the Nosferatu guy. Right. Um, okay. Next up, we have the uh, Christopher Lee um, vehicle, The Horror of Dracula, a hammer. I have hand. not seen it. Okay. Uh, next, we have um, the uh, Bava classic, Black Sabbath. Have not seen it. Okay. Next, we have the Japanese somewhat classic. No, I, actually, I don't really like this movie very much. Uh, Pulse. Yeah, no. No. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're striking out here.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. I know you've seen the next one. Um, it's the. Uh, was it Liv Tyler or the other woman? The stranger. Oh God.
0: Yeah. So, the only the scene that really made me jump in that movie was when she shot her friend thinking it was an intruder.
1: So, but you've seen it, but now it's, yes. it's the end point when they say, Why are you doing this? And they're like, Because you were home or whatever.
0: That, that was mediocre to me and the the very last jump scare ruins the entire fucking movie.
1: We shall not retread old ground. <laughs> okay, um, the next one is the uh, 1941 Universal classic The
0: Wolfman. Hmm. I have seen it. The only and honestly the only thing I remember is the transformation scene.
1: I think that's the one. Okay. And again, I'm just going by memory about, like, <laughs> <so> <laughs> we're wrong. well, whatever, it's still a fun game. Uh, okay, uh, sticking with the 1940s, we have the Val Luton uh, classic, The Cat People.
0: I only saw the one with Natasha, Natasha Kinski. Okay. I did not see the original.
1: Okay, sticking with some more of the uh, classics, uh, Alfred Hitchcock presents the birds
0: you know I'm there are so many attack sequences in that film I have no idea what they would have picked so you've seen it
1: there yes yes I have Jim if you've seen it Uh, yes I have seen it sorry so but you cannot pinpoint why don't you take
0: a a stab at it well I mean the the most iconic scene is Tippi Hendren running from the birds but I don't know that that is necessarily the scariest scene that they would have highlighted in this show. So
1: it, it, and I am not a huge fan of the birds.
0: Yeah, it's not a masterpiece, in my opinion. It was okay for its time, but I, I don't find it to be particularly intriguing or engaging.
1: Well, what my biggest problem is the first half of it is a terrible like rom com thing, and I'm just like, I'm bored. I, I don't okay. care about Tippy Handren and her you know, boy toy or whatever. Um, but I do, I do think that the part that they pulled out is probably the best part of the movie, and it's where you get kind of the bird's eye view of um, all the destruction going on um, in the town. Okay. So, yep, that was the birds. Okay, uh next one. Actually, I have not seen this movie, and I again, I have no idea how I've not seen this movie. It is David Lynch's Mulholland Drive.
0: I have not seen it either.
1: Yeah. Um I, I, I definitely have like
0: I don't know how I've not seen that. If I'm not mistaken, that's that's like Naomi Watts' first starring role, right? I
1: or believe, close to it.
0: I believe so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, uh next up is
1: Child's play. I'll do a pre ring because I'm. Are, are we doing the
0: remake or the original?
1: The original.
0: Okay. Yes, I've seen it, of course.
1: Okay. Uh, what do you think the um, scariest moment these experts have come up with?
0: Hmm. Oh man, I. I have to say, I, I would think. That it would be when the mom is um, going through the apartment for the first time and she finds out that Chuck and she sees Chucky actually move and he attacks her. But I. Yeah, the-
1: yeah I think that was brought up. Um, or it's or part of the sequence. Um, so okay. I remember them, saying, you know, whenever she's picking up Chucky, i saying, you know, talk to me, talk to me or whatever. And she flips him over yeah uh, he'd been talking you know prior to this and uh, she looks at the battery compartment or sorry the batteries fall out of the box that's what it is so she goes to check to see if there's any batteries in him.
0: and there's not that uh, yeah that's when he finally is hi i'm chucky wanna play <laughs> yeah okay
1: next one is um an american werewolf in london of course and so it-
0: I'm, I'm going to say the transformation scene because it is so drawn out or the the first time he sees his friend after he's killed him.
1: No. So I, I actually if it was me, I would have been stuck between two parts in this. Uh, okay. It would have been the initial attack on in the moors which I think has always been horrific um, or the one that they picked, which is the monster nazi dream scene which is just so freaking nuts um
0: yeah it is bizarre
1: and it's it's great and they've got mm-hmm. like a double jump scare in that band yes it's just okay great... <laughs> all
0: right uh next. in my defense there's a lot to choose from oh, that's great about I know. that film I know. um
1: it's all subjective jim yep next one is a movie which i started but I don't know. I didn't finish it, not because I wasn't interested. I don't know what happened. Uh, but it is the Jordan Peele movie, Us.
0: I've never seen it.
1: Okay, good, because I skipped past whatever scene that they were going to talk about, because I still have to finish it. Yeah. Okay, um, the next one is uh, Robert Eggers, uh, The Witch. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. What scene?
0: I hated the movie, so I honestly did not think any of it was terrifying.
1: Okay, so I believe from memory, they pulled out the part when the young boy um, is going through the woods and then he sees like a, that a, the very attractive witch who was just obviously, you know, putting on that visage for him. Right. Um, and then like them kissing, which was always cringy. Um, but then it shows like that her hand is like an old crone's hand. Okay, Right. Oh, oh, Jim, Jim, Jim. We have yeah, yeah. the Lucio Fulci classic zombie. Uh,
0: I've never seen it.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> the next, again, another certified classic, Jim. A classic. A George C. Scott classic. You know what it is?
0: You're going to say the changeling. I know. What, I know. It's
1: the changeling. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you've obviously. Um, we, we have an entire
0: episode where you can hear me bitch about this movie. Yes. And so what part do you think they pull out? I'm going. Honestly, the only thing that I could think that they would have pulled out would have been the, uh, the chair. When the chair is chasing them around the house. Okay, then and you so
1: got me. Probably the most iconic part of this movie, which everybody remembers, um, is when he takes his daughter's ball and throws it into the river, and then he comes home, and the ball bounces down the stairs.
0: That is not scary. Anyway, go ahead.
1: Uh, okay, so now we're going back to the 1920s, Jim. How old were you back then?
0: I was uh, negative fifty.
1: <laughs> um for the uh, classic Phantom of the Opera. Have you seen this one?
0: I have not seen the original, no.
1: Oh, it's very good.
0: I, I don't doubt it. I just I've never it's never crossed my mind to look it up.
1: And I you've probably seen the reveal of the Phantom, because I've famous. And I would have loved to you know, being a witness to people watching that in 1925, it
0: must have been mind blowing. You you want to hear something funny? I'm I'm a big fan of the musical. Like the soundtrack is is almost the, the Andrew Lloyd Webber classic. Music. Yes, the the, <laughs> the, sound- oh, Weber the the soundtrack is near perfection. Mm-hmm. And when I lived in Connecticut um, in my late 20s. Uh, my sister and I got tickets to go see it in Hartford, and I am not ashamed to admit that I was ugly crying through this whole show, because I've been wanting to see it for so long. Okay.
1: <laughs> good good for you, Jim. I, I know. I'm happy you had that experience.
0: I am too, actually.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, next up is the David Cronenberg um, classic, The Brood. Have you seen The Brood?
0: I have not seen The brood.
1: Okay, I think I think our audience is getting a, a glimpse behind the curtain of Jim's. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: All right. Um, the next one is the a South Korean movie, A Tale of Two Sisters. Yeah, no. So that's a, yeah, no.
0: Yeah, that's a no. No, no, haven't seen
1: it. All right, and we're coming back to Italy here, Jim, for our oh, next fuck. one. The Lamberto Bava. Dario Argento, scripted, classic, and it is a classic, and so is the first sequel. Demons.
0: I have seen that. Wow. (laughs) It was okay. I don't understand what all the the, uh, reverie for it is, but it was okay. It was not a terrible experience.
1: Okay. I'm shocked that you didn't hate it. I, okay. <laughs> because it's, you know, the there's the plot's all over the place. A lot of it doesn't yes. make any sense. And that's the sort of thing that drives you crazy. So
0: It, it is, but for whatever reason, and I, I can't explain it, I didn't hate it about that film. Okay. I, I really didn't. Mark, are you there?
1: No, my, my wife just texted me and said, Stop with that bell. So, you know, <laughs> I, you know what I say to that? More bell. More cowbell.
0: Yeah, I was waiting for that.
1: Um, Yeah, so Demons is a classic. And you should watch Demons too, even if you liked Demons. It's more of the same. And you should definitely watch it prior to the new Evil Dead coming out. Because it sounds like it's exactly the same plot. Okay. Where it's a high-rise and the demons come out to play. Okay. And like a high-rise, which is the new Evil Dead movie. Uh, okay. Uh, next up is the uh, sequel to Stephen King's The Shining. Dr. Sleep. Yes, and?
0: I'm, I Of course, I've seen it. I own it. And what do I, you think? I think I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it's when they kill Sandy, or the the little baseball kid. Yep. That is so.
1: The, the, I, mean, the, I, I, I think that is uh, one of the most effective scenes, and I, I guess they cut it down like by half. Um, yes. That. You know, uh, involves a kid being killed.
0: It it was the movie was so well. It it never quite rose to the level of the book. Like I think Rose, um, the hat was miscast. I mean, not that I have anything against the actress that played her. I just don't think she was intimidating or as scary as that character needed to be. And I. Fucking hate the ending of that movie. Um, so I've never read the book, so well, I won't be spoiling anything by when I tell you the end of the movie Doctor Sleep is the end of the book. Is the book ending from The Shining? Right. Rather than using the very effective and uh, very well done ending that is actually in the book Doctor Sleep.
1: Right. So, um, what's his name decided that he wanted to kind of amalgamate. The two because he knew a lot of people love the movie, right? And obviously, Stephen King hates the movie, Um, but he wanted to incorporate that, which, you know, fair enough. I I mean, I had no problem with it. I I, honestly, I had more problem. I like the movie, don't get me wrong. Um, My bigger issue is it kind of felt like a weird, like,
0: X-Men movie or something. (laughs) <laughs> exactly it, it was the tone of the movie was too light it, it was too it, it just felt like, like superpowered
1: people going against each other in, in and kind of and a comic book way i don't know
0: and it kind of is but in the book there's a darker tone to everything like um you know danny is in a really really bad place where his his shining is starting to pop up again because he's he's trying not to drink and it you know, you get the whole story about how Wendy dies of cancer and what he went through in order to lock up all of the ghosts as a child after the events that took place at the Overlook. There was so much they cut out that would have made it a much more intense and thought-provoking film. They This was just a mass-market film. It, it did not... Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I,
1: but speaking of The Shining and... Uh... I, I guess uh, Shelly Duvall is
0: coming back uh, to acting. I saw that. She's going, I don't remember what movie she's going to be in, but she's going to play some psychopath's mother. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: mm-hmm. We'll see. Good for her, though. I know she's had a lot
0: of mental... Her anxiety. first movie in 22 years. I think it's amazing.
1: Uh, next up, Tim. we That's have cool. the Clive Barker story. Tony Todd vehicle. (laughs) Candyman. Yes.
0: Candyman. Candyman. So which which part do you think they uh, talked about? The most terrifying scene in this film for me, and I don't know if this is going to make sense, is when she crawls out of the bonfire with the baby at the end. Nope. Um, They talked about... I'm not surprised, but that to me, that was the most horrific scene I had seen in a movie.
1: Well, that's going a little far, Jim. The most horrific thing you've seen in a movie
0: at the point when I saw Candyman, yes.
1: Candyman was what, 90s, mid 90s? Mm hmm. Um, No, the, the part that they brought up, I believe, was the first time that she met Candyman in the um, parking lot. okay. Which, which I agree with um, to the extent of, I think it was very interesting to have the character in a normal situation and Candyman being there in full daylight.
0: Yeah,
1: so. that, that's effective. I get that, okay. Okay, uh, next one is the 1978 movie. The Donald Sutherland, uh, Leonard Nimoy, and Jeff Goldblum classic. Dun, dun, dun. Veronica Cartwright was in it too. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Invasion of the Body Snatchers.
1: Okay. So, what do you
0: think? Which part? Honestly, I'm going to go with the um, the only. I mean, I, I only I've not seen this movie in so long that the only thing that sticks out in my head is the iconic scene with Donald Sutherland pointing after he becomes a pod person. Yes, I believe that's what they did. Okay. Okay.
1: Moving on swiftly to uh, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell in the original Evil Dead.
0: Of course, of course I've seen it. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna tell you that the worst scene in this film for me was the tree rape.
1: Is that worse than ghost rape, Tim? Uh, To me, yes. Okay. Are you branching out? Uh, Oh, (laughs) oh, oh. Okay, but that is not, no, that's not the part that we talked about.
0: I think it was whenever
1: um, his sister first turned, and, you know, they were doing the card thing,
0: and she was like, Ace of Spades, Two of Hearts, and they were just... Oh, yeah, and and that is true, because everything ratchets up until it explodes. Uh, And they did a really good job building that whole scene. Yeah, like I, will, when, I love that sequence. Yeah, I agree. Okay, but up. which, which yeah. was shortly after the tree rape. Mm-hmm. Because his sister is the one that is raped by the tree. Yeah. Okay, okay next out. Okay, um, next
1: up is uh, Zack Snyder remake.
0: All Dawn of the Dead. Never saw it. I haven't seen the original or the remake. What? We've had the conversation, Mark.
1: Okay, next up is um, Natalie Portman in...
0: Black Swan? No. Or Annihilation?
1: Annihilation.
0: Okay, I've seen them both, so...
1: So what part in in Annihilation do you think they brought
0: up? I think that they're going to bring up the bear scene where they're hiding in the house and the bear's walking by.
1: Which is horrific.
0: It is. That is, that, that was a very well done creature feature. Um, The ending gets a little goofy and silly, in my opinion, but I, I thought that was really, that movie movie was really well done. Yeah. I love the, the movie.
1: Uh, Next up is one of your favorites. I'm going to pre ding you, Jim. Okay. Cujo.
0: Of course. Of course. I love that movie. Um, I think it's they're going to probably pick the point where the Sun starts having his asthma attack.
1: This one, I'm trying to think what they picked, so I don't remember. <laughs> so <Okay>. let's, <laughs> let's, let's go with that one. But I don't think I, I don't think it was that part. I think it was when Cujo first turned. But I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, next up, another David Cronenberg classic:
0: The Fly. Uh, I have to say the most disturbing sequence in this movie was when he was in the bathroom pulling out his teeth. For me,
1: um, I think from memory it was the arm wrestling scene.
0: Oh yeah, okay.
1: Uh, next up, the um, quote-unquote musical, Jim, uh, the Wicker Man, the original.
0: I've not seen either of them.
1: Uh, You should check out the original because it's a classic. Um, You should check out the Nicolas Cage one because it's hilarious. Okay. Uh, Okay, we're going back in time again. Jim, have you ever seen Nosferatu?
0: I actually own it on DVD. Okay. And I'm... I would have to guess it would be when Count Orlock first attacks when, when he's first, you know, when you first see him on screen is the only, Is the only thing I could think that they would, that they would pick for a film that old. I mean, honestly,
1: I think so. I'm trying to remember, um, but sure. Let's go with that one. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, next up is, uh, Oh, A a movie, which I just watched recently, because it just came out recently. The Night House, Jim.
0: Oh, The Night House? Yes. Is that the underwater movie? No, that's The Deep House, Jim. Oh, okay. I'm getting these confused. The Night House.
1: Refresh my memory. So this is one where um, it's a woman uh, whose husband has recently killed himself. Okay, and okay. she's like in this lake house, and then she starts to to discover things about his past which she didn't know about, and there's a supernatural angle on it.
0: This does not sound familiar to me.
1: Now you you mightn't have seen it, but I think it's on HB. I think it's on HBO. Okay, I, I'll I mean, look it up then. I highly recommend it. Uh, Are you ready? <laughs> I thought it was very good. Uh, Next up is uh, a little movie you may or may not have heard of. James Cameron's Aliens. What?
0: What is that? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Never heard of that. (laughs) As I have my little vibrating xenomorph right next to me. Right. Yes, of course I've seen it. Um, Let's see. It's either going to be the scene where Ripley and Newt get locked into Medbay with the face hugger, or when they when the colonial marines are first attacked under the um, the nuclear core. Um, I believe, from memory, it was the scene
1: of Newt and Ripley getting attacked by the face huggers, which is a fantastic scene. Especially for, especially right? Like the way they shot those facehuggers was amazing.
0: It was. It was fantastic. I mean, well, I mean, you you know as well as anybody who's ever listened to this show, that that is one of my favorite franchises ever, up to the Prometheus garbage.
1: Uh, I have serious issues with some of the sequels. It's not to say that I don't maybe not like them but there's just a lot I'm just like why why did you make that decision that's that was enough
0: I I don't disagree with that however I do still love the the four original installments
1: Yeah the uh, first two and then the other two were like eh.
0: I see I think th- I think 3 to me is like season of the witches you either love it or you hate it and I loved it I thought it was I thought it was a great um, new way to keep that claustrophobic feel, personally.
1: I'm, I'm sorry to, you know, call you a liar, Jim. I thought it was just okay. So it wasn't a love it or hate it for me.
0: Okay. So. Well, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Next up,
1: everybody's favorite kid in The Babadook.
0: Oh, fuck me. Yeah, I've seen it. I, I have no idea because this movie is straight garbage.
1: Um, I don't think this movie is garbage. I think this movie is fairly good. Um, I don't get, well, I kind of do. People say that kid is super annoying, but that's, he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be driving his frigging mom like fucking crazy.
0: I have never wanted a child in a movie to die as much as I did that kid. So. Props to the kid for being extremely effective in his role. Yeah. However, no.
1: Um, as far as the part, I don't remember which part they talked about. Anyway, next up is the uh, remake, basically of Ingmar Bergman's um, classic, *The Virgin Spring*. Which which movie am I
0: talking about, Jim? The only one that even comes to mind at all would be Midsummer. I have no idea. Uh,
1: no, it is uh, Wes
0: Craven, um, uh, The Last
1: House on the Left.
0: Really? Huh. Mm-hmm.
1: If you watch The uh, Virgin Spring, which is a very good movie too. Never heard of it. I, it's exa- Well, it's exactly the same plot, but um, think about more medieval times um, and royalty and stuff like that, rather than just like modern day but it's the same thing where this group of people kill this girl parents find out about it and you know it's the same thing anyway so last, last house on the left
0: of course i've seen it yeah so which which part uh, i'm gonna say that the part that was the most unsettling for me was the scene where the girls were forced to defecate on themselves. Pee that, themselves. that Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. Whatever. Not shit. Whatever. Yeah, they, um, they did call that, that part out. Yeah, that, that was the most disturbing part. But that also is like a very minor part that just sets off the rest of the movie. Well, to me, that kind of grounds
1: of the movie. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, oh, you don't see that in the movie really. Um, But you would think that happens in real life. Uh, But the part uh, I think they talked about also was when the girl just walks into the lake knowing that they're going to shoot her anyway. Okay. She's just given up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can see that.
1: Yeah, very nihilistic movie that's brought down by those terrible comedy cops, including um, the guy from Karate Kid. Hmm. All right. uh, Next one is, I think, a modern classic. Um, You may not have seen it. Um, It's from Argentina. Jim? What what are your favorite Argentinian movies? I honestly would not be able to tell you one. So this is a highly recommended uh, movie called Terrified. Not Terrifier. Not the clown movie. Uh, This is a supernatural ghost, multiple haunting detective story. Um, I got the cover.
0: As soon as you said it, I know what the cover looks like, so I know what to look for. Yes,
1: definitely um, check that out. Okay, um, I'm going to pre-ding you again. Okay. Uh,
0: it is... Gonna it is the huh? Your wife is going to hate me at the end of this episode. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> Going to club.
1: Um, so, it is the Halloween knockoff that is Friday the 13th.
0: Okay, yeah, of course, I've seen it. <clears throat> hmm. What is the most disturbing? The scariest. Or is the scariest? You know, the one that bothered me the most was Kevin Bacon's um, when he gets the arrow through the neck.
1: Um, Is that, no. Oh yeah, yeah, whenever he's under the bed. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, I don't remember which part they talked about, honestly. I think it might've been the end when, this is when
0: the head gets chopped off
1: or it could have been uh jason at, um, like i don't know at the very very end um, oh the jump
0: scare at the end okay yeah that uh, i could see that
1: i am not going to ding for this one because you just said that you've never seen it you weirdo um george a romero's dawn of the dead
0: that is correct i've never seen it
1: okay the the next one up ruined uh, a highly respected director's career because it was deemed too salacious, Jim. It is
0: Michael Powell's Peeping Tom. Uh, yeah, you've talked about it before, but I've never seen it.
1: Okay, next up is a movie I don't like because uh, I can't get past the concept. What is it, Jim? Recent. I have no idea. A Quiet, a Quiet
0: Place. Oh, A Quiet Place, that's right. And I'm surprised that that bothered you more than Bird Box.
1: I have not seen Bird Box.
0: Well, it's essentially the same, except instead of being quiet, you have to be blind. Yeah. So I personally liked it. And I will tell you, the scene that did it for me was when she gave birth in the bathtub. I think that's the one they talked about. Yeah.
1: Okay, next up is the Brian Cox classic. The Autopsy of Jane Doe.
0: Fantastic, fantastic movie.
1: I think that movie was the first half was better than the second half, but as a whole, it's very, very good. I agree. Okay.
0: So what what I, I would sorry, I had to take a drink. I would have to say that the the part that that I would have considered the scariest when is when um uh, would have been when uh oh my god at the end when he realizes that it's not that all of the symbols and stuff were not to keep people Oh, oh my god! How did they put it? Damn it! When they had to stay locked in with her, when they finally realized that they just couldn't let her out.
1: That's a that's a great answer, and I can't remember
0: some of these. I'm just,
1: yeah. i I just man, whatever.
0: I, I mean, it, it had I know it had something to do with the symbols, and it was a giant twist where that you know it wasn't they weren't. It wasn't that you know anything was coming that I, anything that was trying to get in. It was her trying to get out. Right, right.
1: Uh, the next up is. Don Coscarelli's first horror movie that has spawned a franchise where I love every single movie in that franchise for totally different reasons.
0: Are we talking about Maniac Cop? No. And what are we talking about?
1: Phantasm.
0: Oh, God. Even Ravager?
1: I... See, this is what... (laughs) I... (laughs) i don't get that people don't like ravager if you like the sequels like okay so take number one out of it take number two out of it because number two is
0: that that number ends number my interest one. in the series
1: but the, like three and four are Garbage. just same as ravager
0: so so what after you take one and two out you've lost me so no
1: no no, no. i mean like people who like the series right yeah but say they don't like Ravager.
0: Yeah, well, I, I like like I said, I, I really I have a lot of love for number one and number two. The right. rest I could just leave off to the side. I don't right. care but, about
1: them. But if you like um all all of the other movies, especially to our three and four, why do you have a problem with Ravager? Because it's like three and four is my point.
0: Yeah. I, I I I I'd have to um defer to you in that because i i honestly saw ravager because i have such fond memories of one and two and i saw it and went this is not the movie i want to see so i just i gave up on
1: it i I love ravager again i love all the movies for almost different reasons right Uh, but they all hang together for me uh okay we have talked about this
0: movie a little bit it is juan okay i've seen it huh I said I have seen it, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my my first guess would be when the sister um, sees Kay- Kayaku, or you know when when she lifts up the covers and the face is there and she gets dragged into the bed.
1: I think that is the part. Um, okay. Okay. Um, this next one is movie, which again, I don't know how I've never seen it. Um, when a stranger calls.
0: Oh, Carol Kane, yeah, that's a great movie. Okay. Um, my my guess would be when the cops call her and say the call is coming from inside the house.
1: Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> the
0: next one is actually,
1: uh, you know, in a way, uh, kind of linked with.
0: So, do you? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We need to discuss this because there's a movie I've seen that you haven't. No. So we need to talk. We need to discuss this. Um. I, because I'm I'm actually kind of shocked. Because that that's never happened to us before, Mark. Oh really? I I, really? I feel like I feel like we might be cheating on each other. Um. Wow. This, so this movie is um is fantastic. Do you know? Do you even know the premise of this yes. movie? Yeah, it's a it's okay.
1: Like a Halloween sort of. Well,
0: it's a not. It's, it's so, a girl
1: stuck in the house and then she's getting calls from a crazy person.
0: Uh, no. So what a stranger, what happened, a stranger yeah, so, calls him. Right. A stranger calls um and he he she's not stuck in the house. But she's she She finds out she, yeah. she is babysitting but I I forget if it's th- 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 like around half to just before the third act of the film she realizes that he's already killed the children. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the movie came out in, what, 81? I don't think I'm spoiling know, shit. But, but you know I
1: haven't seen it.
0: <laughs> no, it's not a spoiler, because there's so much more to this movie than just that. Um, but like I said, there's, there's so much more that happens other than her just being in the house. And then the sequel was just as good um, when A Stranger Calls Back, because it takes the final girl from the first movie, and she is trying to help somebody that's going through a, the same situation.
1: Yeah, I'll get around to it.
0: You should. Yeah. That's, I'm, it surprised I, me about Carol Kane because I've only known her from her comedic stuff. I don't know who that is. Um, she was uh, who, Andy Kaufman's who, who, wife on remember, Taxi.
1: Remember who you're talking... Oh, she was on Taxi?
0: Yes, she was, she was
1: um, Andy back.
0: Kaufman's wife.
1: But, yeah, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know her from uh, Chopped
0: Liver. Have you I'm seen Scrooged? Yeah. She hits Bill Murray with a toaster. I, I've only seen that a couple of times. Uh, have you seen The Princess Bride? Um, not all the way through. Oh, Jesus Christ. Never mind. Jim, um uh, let me reiterate
1: to you. I am a horror fan. Um,
0: yes, you are. However, <laughs> there are some staples that should be enjoyed, sir. Uh, the Princess Bride is one of them. That is a Fantastic cheesy eighties movie. You know it, it's it's kind of like um, the Monster
1: Squad. I feel like growing up in the eighties, I should I should have as a kid, I should have seen the Monster Squad because I agree, but I never did. It, it's just right. anyway. Uh, next up is again uh, maybe something that's slightly related to When a Stranger Calls. It is the Bob Clark classic. Pre Halloween slasher
0: of Black Christmas. I've seen the original, but only once, and it was many, many years ago. So I have no idea what they could possibly have picked.
1: I, I think uh, from memory they picked the. So one of the <laughs> that was really good. Um, so one of the girls uh, was killed, and then he's like puts her in the attic. Mm-hmm. And oh, the prince well, wrapper. Yeah, and then, like, Play Neighbor Finder. Right. Um, and Bob Clark also directed which very famous Christmas
0: movie? I have no idea. You'll, you'll shoot your eye out, Jim. Oh, yeah. A Christmas Story, which they're making a sequel to.
1: But isn't it funny he, he did Black so go the movie, and then the he other. also did that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny.
1: Uh, next up is the Tim Robbins vehicle, which I... I think I've only seen once. I really, really. Jacob's Ladder. See
0: yeah. Yeah. You seen it? I have. I've not seen the remake though.
1: No, I <laughs> have heard bad things about the remake, but I, I need to revisit the original because I've only, yeah. seen
0: it, um, like when it was released. So. I, same here, and I always, for whatever reason, conflate that and *Serpent in the Rainbow*. I can see that because they're both kind
1: of dreamlike. Right?
0: Yeah. I, I always I, I always get one mixed up with the other all the time. So I, I have no idea what they would have picked, because it's been many years since I've seen that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, um, I will be shocked,
1: Jim. Um, but I would also be proud of you if you've seen this made for TV 1970s. Don't go British, to sleep. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> nuclear war um shocker called threads i have not yeah um i will pre-ding
0: the howling of course because you you all know my love for d wallace yep um i'm honestly gonna say i i the scene that did it for me was her transformation at the end i was in tears no
1: um i think they talked about um when when uh, one of the characters is going through like records at the at the place in the werewolf. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, next up is the Stephen King um, movie, Gerald's Game. So see. You've seen it. Of course, I've seen it and I've read the book. So then you know what what they're going to talk about. They're going
0: to talk about the scene where the dog eats the dead guy on the floor.
1: Oh, Jim. What? Odd.
0: Oh, it's the de-gloving part. Oh, okay. Yeah. that That's more squeamish. I don't, I don't think that's a scary part. Well, like sitting there watching your dog eat your dead husband, is that not more horrifying than ripping your flesh I almost, off? I
1: almost feel like the, the list is made up of, the, like, if you could just remember one part of a movie, which part would it be?
0: Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I mean, that was a really effective scene, but still.
1: Uh, Next up is James Kahn. James. What am, I, what am I going to bring up?
0: I, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, misery. Hello. Oh, James Khan. Yeah. You said can, and I thought you were going, trying to uh, shorten Cameron. Sorry. Oh, yes. Misery. Mm. So I'm going to go with the hobbling scene. Yeah. She breaks his ankles. Uh, Next up is... uh. So, fun fact, did you know in the book she actually cuts off his feet? Yeah,
1: yeah, I did know that.
0: I, I, that, was, that was also a, a kill they could have brought into the, um, into the movie was in the movie she shoots the sheriff and pushes him down the stairs. In the book she ran him over with a lawnmower.
1: Uh, the running him over with a lawnmower seems a little contrived.
0: Oh, I, I thought suppose, it was—it was done really effectively. Personally,
1: but it, it seems like the um, Austin Powers
0: steamroller. <laughs> well, I mean, but then again, we did have you know, uh, Maximum Overdrive, where you know all of the, the motorized vehicles and lawnmowers killed everybody. Anyway, next.
1: Uh, next up is Frankenstein.
0: Which version?
1: I, I didn't write it down, so I'm going to go with the original.
0: Okay, I've seen it. I, I honestly don't know what they would have picked as the the scariest moment, except possibly when he comes to life.
1: Well, I think it's probably the part, you know, I'm just making this all up now. Um, I think it's just the part where, it, well, if I have to choose from the original Frankenstein, it's going to be the part where he throws a little girl in the lake.
0: Okay. I could see that maybe
1: Uh, because that was, I mean, imagine how shocking that was back then too.
0: Yeah, that's true. That would have been next. Uh, uh, So
1: (coughs) a nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Of course. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the most, the scariest part is probably going to be either when oh god, there's so many. I I got freaked out when the millipede comes out of Tina's mouth. I got freaked out when uh, Freddie first cuts off his fingers in front of Tina. I got freaked out when Tina gets dragged across the ceiling. So uh, th- that's just off the top of my head. The first the first three scares that really were effective for me. Across the ceiling because I think that's the best part. That was pretty shocking. I agree.
1: Okay. Next up is a Bay of Blood. Never heard of it. (laughs) Italian classic. Um, It it really is a precursor to Friday the 13th. Um, Okay. There are a lot of, in fact, they stole the scene where um, the spear goes through the couple on the bed. Oh. From a Bay of Blood. Okay. Which is another Baba movie. Um Next up is James Wan's The Conjuring.
0: Of course, I've seen it,
1: and, I mean, this
0: is—that's what I'm trying to think. Because I got to say, honestly, I think the ending was a bit ridiculous no, of the I, movie. I thought the I thought the movie was really well done, like suspenseful and all that. You know, taking out the fact that it's a, supposedly a true story or whatever. I'm taking you out know.
1: the fucking Warrens who are fucking right.
0: Serialized. So. So all of taking out all of that it, as a movie itself, I thought it was really well done and really effective until the end. I thought the ending was a bit ridiculous, but a lot of that has to do with Lily Taylor. I think she's a phenomenal actress. Yep. Um, I I honestly don't recall any parts of that being a good. Thing.
1: It's it's the most iconic thing.
0: Hmm. Okay, it's- the clapping right yeah. when the when the match goes out.
1: Um, uh, Next up, another Jordan Peele movie. Uh, Okay. Get out. Jim, get out.
0: I I didn't care for it, so I I got nothing.
1: Um, I like this movie a lot. I
0: I know. We we disagree on that, and I I think we got it down to the fact that I just couldn't identify with any aspect of the movie so that I couldn't relate to anything. So It's not to say it was a bad movie. It just never connected with me.
1: The next one is kind of a strange one because they pull.
0: Wait, wait, one. you didn't, you didn't. What's the scariest part of uh, Get Out?
1: Uh, Get Out, it's whenever she does the uh, teacup thing and he falls down. Okay. Um, yeah. Next up is a weird one because um, it's a specific episode of a specific okay. series, which okay. I have not seen. And it's the new Twin Peaks series.
0: Okay. Uh, I've, I've seen it
1: it is episode eight
0: episode eight
1: So they talked about like it's like the nuclear um bomb episode or something i've not seen it
0: i I gotta say it it doesn't ring any bells i i I have seen the whole series but i don't remember that episode
1: uh next up um and we're going to cut this off after a few more here, which is probably good for our audience um, because I have not watched all of the episodes. Um, It is the Guillermo del Toro classic. which
0: I loved it. I thought it was a great fantasy horror movie. And Um, I'm going to go with the scene where she walks into the dining hall, and the guy puts up his hands, and he's got f- eyes in his hands. Yeah, I think that's one that we talked about.
1: Um, yes, that is a, a wonderful, wonderful movie. That is uh, the reflection of the horror type elements in the fairy tale part mm-hmm. are a reflection of the real life horror of war, and, right, and, and all that. Um, next up uh rosemary's baby
0: i i've seen it um once all the way through and i would have to go with the scene where she's forced to have sex with the devil
1: i believe that's the one that they did and she's and there is a wonderful line in that um where she's like this is this isn't a dream this isn't a dream because obviously she's being drugged and everything else Mm-hmm. But she's realizing, hey, no, this is actually real, um, right. which I think is a great uh, part. So the new French. Wasn't,
0: so can I ask a question? Yes. Uh, I'll look it up later. Never mind.
1: No, no you can ask me and I'll, I'll see. So
0: there's another movie that is sort of similar, and I thought that it it might have been almost. But now that I'm thinking, now that I'm talking out loud, I'm pretty sure it's just a different book. Um, I thought it was sort of a, akin to Rosemary's Baby, like a, a sequel called Servants of Twilight, but it's not. Because that's a Dean Koontz book.
1: That's Dean Koontz, right. Yeah. Which I haven't read. I just know the title. Uh, the, the next one up is my second favorite of the uh, new wave of French extremity movies, which is L'Intérieur, Jim, or also known as Inside.
0: I've not seen it.
1: Inside is fantastic. You should watch it.
0: Well, you have that now. I have that and Martyrs both on my plate. So,
1: yeah, don't watch Martyrs. I feel like we have to do like a watch along for Martyrs. Okay, but Inside um, is uh, it, it's so good. It's so good. Um, you know, okay. the, you know the premise, right? Of that. No. So it's it's a home invasion movie. Um, there's a woman who's lost her husband. Uh, okay. But she's pregnant by him, and she's like nine months pregnant, uh, basically. Um, And it's like uh, Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. And um, uh, like a a week or, I don't know, a a little bit prior to that, she's involved in a car crash. And she then is alone at home on this like eve um, with somebody stalking her
0: okay Uh, that sounds like something i could get into
1: it 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 is brutal
0: uh. i'm okay with brutal
1: yeah um okay the next up the david david fincher um brian pitt morgan freeman seven yes
0: what's in the box
1: what's in the box
0: (laughs) um i gotta say the most effective scare in this one for me was when they saw the man Or the the murder victim for Gluttony?
1: Um, No. That's not the one that they picked.
0: Okay, what did they pick?
1: The sloth.
0: Sloth, really?
1: So, yeah, because it's got that jump scare in it.
0: I I don't remember that scene, so... I'll I'll, I'll say okay.
1: That's the emaciated guy on the bed. And the cop goes up to him and says, you deserve this, and then... Because they think he's dead. He's all like... "Ah!" And...
0: Yeah, I I haven't seen Seven since it came out, so it it doesn't ring any bells.
1: So sticking with Fincher here, uh, we have another serial killer movie, but based on real life. Do you know what it is? No. Zodiac.
0: Oh, I have not seen that one.
1: Okay. Um, The next movie that they have... Although I prefer the sequel, but the original is still very good. Twenty-eight days later,
0: I did enjoy that movie. Um, I honestly, I, I don't know. I, I would guess it's going to be when they're first attacked by the monkey in that facility when they're walking.
1: Um, I think, I think it was whenever he first was attacked by oh, okay.
0: just by the the running the when you realize that they the, oh my god they can run. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, I can see that. The next
1: one is a um a, probably because it's different from a lot of vampire movies. Um set in Alaska.
0: Oh, 30 days of night. Fantastic movie.
1: So it's really part- well done. Which part
0: um, I would have to say it's probably when the lady gets dragged back under the building. At the beginning. That that was that was my first scare in that film.
1: Uh, no, uh, similar to the birds, um, it's where they have kind of the overhead camera um, okay. showing all the destruction that they're doing. Um, yeah,
0: I, I don't find that shot scary personally, but okay, whatever. Teach his own.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it is a very effective um, shot scene. I because I don't, I don't, I don't
0: disagree that it's effective. I just don't find it as a scary moment. I don't define it as a scary moment in that movie. There's so much other stuff that you could have taken from that film. Um,
1: yeah, I, yeah, but I, but I think that that overhead shot really has you know the color palette that they were looking for,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the red blood on the white snow.
0: The, the movie, the movie, I, I honestly don't have any problems with that movie. I think it's really well done. I think it's really well shot. It's beautiful. It's beautiful in, in, its, in its brutality. Yeah, I think
1: sense? it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, all right. So I will pre ding you. This was the only, uh, or the first horror movie. I'll say horror movie. Uh, that won best picture
0: the exorcist
1: nope it didn't win best picture
0: oh no that did best makeup sorry right. i i don't know
1: silence of the lambs
0: of course i've seen it yep. um oh i i i i don't i don't know what scene they would have i mean my guess is that they're going to do the fava bean scene but that's the only because it's the most iconic from the movie.
1: I don't remember. But what I'll say is I think whenever he's beating the police officers in the cell. Yeah. Is the best scene um, as far yeah, as yeah. being kind of like, wow.
0: Sir Anthony Hopkins plays a great fucking psycho. He did in Magic and he does in this one too.
1: Is he a psycho in Magic?
0: I think, he, yeah, He's he's had some sort of mental break. That's how I always took that film.
1: Uh, or was he driven to madness?
0: Either way, he's had some sort of some sort of break, mental break, and and he has now gone batshit crazy. Anyway,
1: okay. Um, the last one that I've written down here, with I think again three episodes to go, um, is Dario Argento's most well-known movie.
0: Enlighten me, O oh Great Swami.
1: Suspiria.
0: Oh, yeah, see, I, I've never seen the original. I'd only seen the remake.
1: Um, then you get a...
0: But I'm still going to say that dance didn't... Isn't that dance scene like a, almost shot for shot from the original?
1: No, there is no such um, scene. Really?
0: No. Okay, I was mistaken. No.
1: Um, The original has very elaborate death scenes, but not one like that. Okay. Which they couldn't do back then, anyway. True. Um, so that is the end of um, this list so far. We will maybe continue it next week because okay, pretty fun.
0: Okay, so uh, let's talk about what we've seen then. How's that?
1: Okay, I do not have much, so... Um,
0: I-, I have a bit.
1: <laughs> so
0: why don't you go first?
1: Uh, so apart from um, the 101 uh, Most Scary Movies, blah, 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 um, I actually hadn't so I've been trying to get my like son and stepdaughter into horror movies for forever. And uh, my son wanted to do he suddenly got interested in Hellraiser. So okay. what did I moved him I I sat him down and I said let's watch Hellraiser 2.
0: Okay, it, that's fair. I I can see that, that a as a jumping path? off point.
1: Is that a faux pas to skip the original? Probably. But I, I don't one. know I, that it's
0: a faux pas. I think honestly, for a casual horror fan, that might be a good starting point.
1: Um, because I told him you kind of get the recap of the original in the sequel, and I think the sequel is better.
0: Well, I mean we can agree that you're wrong, but okay.
1: Uh well, you know. Um, I, I think many people online have been telling you, Jim, that you're wrong. So um, uh I've not I, heard that. I one would about- be um, I, one I, person. I don't believe in communism like you do. So. <laughs> well,
0: one one person has said I'm wrong about my feelings for one one movie.
1: <laughs>
0: um, I so, would like to say that most of our listeners that have engaged online have agreed with me. But that's well, neither here nor there.
1: Well, I mean, if you take your mom out of it, Jim, then then
0: know, there's still one more. There's still one more.
1: Yeah, but but your alter ego online doesn't count either. <laughs> Uh, hey
0: Sarah Cooper is not my alter ego just saying
1: uh, well I don't know <laughs> it's, a, it's a brave new world Jim um, but um, again like I asked him because he's not seen a lot of horror movies he he watched a couple of the Saw movies and I said like what did you think of this one he's like wow he was, his, his mind was kind of blown like yeah because it's so imaginative right he's right He'd seen like Saw in a very, you know, it's not realistic, but it's set in the real world. It's not like Hellraiser. Or,
0: you know. Yeah, no, not at all.
1: So he was like, wow, that's, that's you know, it's crazy. And I'm like, did you like it? And he said, yeah, I really did. And I'm like, yeah, there's 10 other ones that you have to watch now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, the, the last thing, I don't know why I haven't watched much this week, but the last thing that I watched uh, was the... Cabinet of Curiosities episode.
0: I have I have also started that show,
1: and I just skipped to. I saw that they had uh, Dreams in the Witch House, um, which is one of my favorite Lovecraft um, stories. Okay, uh, so I just watched that one. I,
0: I haven't seen that episode yet. I saw the first three. Lot thirty six was very reminiscent of the Twilight Zone movie where the uh racist guy in the bar gets transported back to Vietnam. It it had a lot of cues from that movie and it was fantastic.
1: Um uh, hang on what? No no, just repeat that one second. So what happens in it?
0: So n- this is I'm talking about Twilight Zone the movie.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There is a a man a racist yeah. guy gets yeah. walking out of a bar and somehow winds up back in Vietnam. Yeah. Vic Morrow. Yeah, Vic Morrow.
1: He got his, yeah.
0: So um the, this the first episode is called Lot 36 and it's about a guy who has he is a vet suffering from PTSD he is extremely racist mm-hmm. um and he buys storage units and in one storage unit he finds a séance table along with three volumes of books and they find a buyer who's very very interested and they go back to try and find the fourth volume and that's all I'm gonna say because I don't want to give anything away. These episodes are very are not very long at the most they're four they're what an hour but so far this is this is like a revival of the old Twilight Zone. I think it's done really really well
1: so for the uh for the episode I watched um and it's interesting because uh again it's it's one of Lovecraft's most famous stories um, it was uh, an episode of Masters of Horror, um, okay. which I thought they did pretty well. Um, this one, you know, it's introduced by Gilmore Del Tara, right? And this yep. one really leaned heavily into some of the, could almost say like Pound's Labyrinth, like fantastical fairy tale parts of it. Um, for the first like 20 minutes, it was not... This, you know the short story which is fine because it's a short story and you need to probably flesh it out a little bit um, right? but you know it, it was still interesting what the, the angle they took on it um and beautifully shot um i'll be watching more of these so um, i
0: think i think you're you're going to be um very happy you did because so far i think i'm up to episode four four or five and i've not been disappointed at all
1: Right, and I was, just, I was just looking through, like, some of the, like, the names of the episodes, and I guess they're doing other um, Lovecraft ones, because they have Pikmin's Model on there.
0: Yeah, I, I just watched that one. I just that watched that one this morning.
1: Okay, so that's another Lovecraft story. Right?
0: I was not aware of that, but I can see it now that you say that.
1: Right. Um, that is all I've watched.
0: Okay. Well, I have a little more of an extensive list than you do this week. Surprise, surprise. Wow. Because... I know it's like we're turning we're turning everything on its ear now that we've just changed the name, right?
1: Well, yeah. It's so a, it's rebranding. So it's a brand new uh, way that we're looking at things. You're going to be the horror expert. I'm just going to be the novice.
0: No, no, no. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so the first thing I watched was called Jin, and I'm I'm not going to lie. I forget what streaming service it was on. I don't remember if it was Shudder or if it was one of the other ones. Um, this movie could have been fantastic. But their inability to maintain a cohesive um, thought process for the main character really does a disservice. So this, oh, my Xenomorph just started vibrating again. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: uh, Sorry to everybody, just to let you know that Jim has a vibrating toy that is interrupting this podcast.
0: That's right. That's right. I do. So this this is this show, this movie is about a young boy who is mute, and his mother has committed suicide, and his father has moved them into a new apartment. In this new apartment, he finds a spell book, where he can conjure a jinn, who will grant your one wish if you survive until after midnight in its presence. And the jinn in this movie is it, it's exactly what it normally is it, it twists everything it, it makes it horrible but you never actually see the gin it always takes the guise of your worst fear so in his case he kept reliving the suicide of his mother which he apparently witnessed um and a few other things but his father has gone to work because he's an overnight radio announcer so he's stuck in this house ha- in this house with these monsters and these these horrors that are going on um the the in a he makes
1: is a gin voiced by Robin Williams
0: no no he's not um that would be a little difficult given that the movie was made last year
1: he's a he's a genie jim so i don't
0: Uh, maybe 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 um the so in in this movie the kid makes some very smart decisions and then he makes some really stupid decisions, and it it just it threw the whole thing off because he never stays consistent. And like, there's one scene where the I, I don't know how, but the the guys that the djinn has taken is his dead mother, but for some reason she's blind, and all he has to do is stand still for her to miss him. Okay. So you know, it's just it it was that that did it in for me was the inability for it to just stay on a consistent level but yet he knows enough to um reprogram his phone to call somebody so it it just it didn't it didn't hold up for me it it could have been great but it just wasn't so what is jim's
1: Uh, rating for this one that would be a two a two okay (laughs) so you so you you really enjoyed it for the most part
0: oh it was fantastic okay the next one is going to be a solid one so this a solid one it's a Aquarium of the Dead. Oh, uh, yeah. This is a Vivica A. Fox vehicle that is shot over six days in an aquarium. Imagine. And essentially what happens is the... Something
1: um, seems fishy to me, Jim.
0: Ha, ha, ha. So the entirety of the horror deals with an oct- a zombified octopus that has escaped into a tunnel system above the tanks and above their heads and Vivica a. Fox is the security manager, but she's also a computer hacker because you know, being security manager, she can't get into the security system. So she has to hack into it. I don't know, but it doesn't make sense. It's garbage film. Um, the I, next
1: I, Jim, sorry. I do like cephalopods.
0: Oh, I do like cephalopods. You just don't ever see it. It just growls at you from the tunnel system.
1: Do cephalopods growl, Jim, in real
0: life? I I don't know. I've never heard one before. Yeah, me neither. Right. So hey. the next thing, <laughs> the next thing I watched was Deadstream. Okay. It was it was not bad. It was it was okay for what it was. I thought it was it was a decent a decent shot. Um, I know. That the guy that wrote it is also the star, right? If I'm not mistaken.
1: Did you see what I mean uh, whenever I talked about it? It's very, like, obviously they love Evil Dead too.
0: Yeah, I did. I did see a lot of that in this 100%. Um, so the next one, I th- if you haven't seen it, Mark, you'll really like this. It's called Grim Cuddy, it's on Hulu. Okay. So this movie is inspired by remember the Momo Panic where yeah. kids were, you know, well, but there really was no panic.
1: When you say panic, you mean just so, like people like talking? Pa- all, right.
0: right. Pa- parents were freaking out because of the quote-unquote Momo challenge, but nothing was ever actually happening. Nobody ever saw anything.
1: Well, no, because it was, it was a stupid, like, creepy pasta thing or something.
0: Like right. That. So this takes direct aim at that. And Grim Cuddy is this internet thing that's happening. Nobody really knows where it came from or how it started. Um, but once you see him he is coming after you and he forces you to cut him, cut yourself. Um, I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I thought this one was super effective in communicating the paranoia that surrounds internet um, hoaxes like this while still giving it uh grounding in the real world. So it was, it was really well done. It, it I, I liked this movie a lot.
1: Um, Jim, do you think the uh, movie would have been um, less effective if the characters used critical thinking?
0: No, I think that, that... Yes, I do think... I think it would have been much less effective because there would have been no movie.
1: Right. Okay. It's movie, right? It's not a series or anything. Right,
0: it's just a movie. Um, but the entire premise of the movie is paranoia is what's feeding it. So the only reason it's showing up is because everybody's freaking out about it.
1: Okay, so it's like um, mass hallucination type thing,
0: right? It's not really a hallucination, no, no, not, though.
1: Not hallucination, but, you know, like... But, the, but
0: yes, it, it, is, it is like a mass hysteria thing, yes.
1: Mass hysteria, that's, that's what i was looking
0: for. Yep. I did also begin American Horror Story NYC. I have che- I checked out of American Horror Story back in I think it was season 5 Hotel. Right? I I I, I just I stopped altogether. This season um I several of my friends have said you really have to watch it. It's really good. It's really well done this year. I really think they only wanted me to watch it because it's about gay men and gay culture in the 80s. But I will say that so far the first two episodes that I've seen are better than the last few seasons that I've seen.
1: Yeah, uh, American Horror Story for me, my wife watches it. I've mm-hmm. tried to get into it a couple of times. It's never really happened for me. It's just like, there, It's it's just it feels scattershot and just like moments the, of this and moments of that, but I don't know.
0: The first three seasons, in my opinion, are the best. After yeah. that, you can pretty much just shoot everything else by the wayside. Um, we already talked about Cabinet of Curiosities. Yep. So then I have two audiobooks that I've listened to, both actually, believe it or not, horror. Wow. So The first was The Shuddering by Anya Alborn, which is about these creatures that attack people on a ski slope. And if I'm being honest, it was totally boring. I, I could not get into the story at all. I wound up just stopping listening it's, to it. I did I, not I've finish
1: it. It like good like B-movie material.
0: Yeah, it could have been, but for whatever reason, be it the story or the narrator, I don't know. But I just could not get into this story at all. Um, the next that I'm listening to right now that I started is "The Sorrows" by Jonathan Jans. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this for a minute. You know my thing with uh, gratuitous sex, right? Yes. I, I just I don't I don't need yeah, sex just for having sex in a story. This this book has a lot of sex in it. Okay. But only f- for the sole purpose of taking your un- your discomfort and the horror that these people are committing, the horrible acts these people are committing, to the next level. It's not just to have sex in the story. So it's not bothering me as much in this book. So it's and used I'm as a tool? Yeah, it's used as a tool rather than just, well, let's fuck, quote,
1: unquote, unquote, you know? Quote, unquote, a tool. Yeah,
0: there's one scene where um, this couple is... Um, they go almost insane the son one of the characters. I think his name is Chris Says that this is the night my parents turned into monsters and he doesn't mean that literally but they get into this knockdown dragout fight They wind up having sex Like brutal sex to where the mother gets the crap beat out of her and then the father turns his anger on the maid and As he's having sex with her he sees his son has come into the room and is paying attention and he drops the woman out a window
1: well, as you do, right?
0: right. Well, so I should I should say that this takes place on a remote island called the Sorrows, and it's a replica of a cat a fourteenth century castle that the, this guy has had built because he's apparently very wealthy. And so, anyway, but that's that's my point. Like, there's another scene where this girl's having a dream. There's there's a lot of the um, the haunting of Hill House in this book, or not the haunting of Hill House. I'm sorry, just the haunting, right? There's a lot of uh, throat callbacks. And this, this was inspired very heavily by that movie, like the, the loud banging and, you know, Oh my God, what's on the other side of the door. And then you get a scene where one of the characters is having a fever dream about this creature coming in and having sex with her. And at first she's aroused, but then it turns into a, a horror moment where it's ripping and tearing into her as it's continuing to go at her. It's just it's very intense and it's I think that's probably why it doesn't bother me as much is because it's used as a tool to further the horrors of this of this storyline, not just for the sake of having sex in a story. But so far, this is a great book. I'm really I'm, I'm enjoying it because it's so horrific and it's it's not necessarily about monsters yet. It's more about the horrors that people commit upon each other.
1: Um, I thought, Jim, all, everyone was nice to each other. No?
0: Mark, right. you may want to refill because I think you're a quart low again.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, uh, at least you're enjoying one out of two audiobooks. So let's
0: yeah, that's true. Um, I, yeah, that is true. I, I'm definitely enjoying this book
1: um okay i don't have anything else do you i mean we're trying we're we're trying to keep down the the, um length of the podcast because people turn off after a certain time because
0: well i do zone out after you talk for a bit mark
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't blame you um the same with with me do you have anything else
0: no i don't have anything else we are we are good i'm done So Um, I do want to mention that we do still have the uh, Facebook group, the uh, horror movies and shit um, Facebook group. We do. um, We are still available on pretty much every platform you could ever want to get your podcast on. So go ahead and give us a follow. Um, And that's really it, Mark. And thanks to our
1: tens of fans. And hopefully my audio is uh, sufficiently good enough for certain complaining uh, fans.
0: Do you hear that, Idra? I told him. I told him. She will complain that, that your accent's not heavy enough yet, though.
1: Of course, you talking about your big Egypt, Jimmy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Three hundred okay, three guys.
1: 3,333 trees.
0: <laughs> anyway, thank you everyone for listening, and we will right. see you guys soon.
1: Bye.